Blog Talk Radio. all know what I forgot to do today, don't we? Stupid fucking blog talk radio. Uh, it, it, it is the most annoying thing ever and I, fuck it. Um, about my short pitch, for those of you who don't know, um, blog talk changed their requirements for creating a show and you have to put this little small blurb in there, but I never know where it goes. I've never seen it. It might be on iTunes. I don't know. But I put crazy things in it. So one day it's going to be really terrible. They're going to show up somewhere and it'll be a nightmare. But I put terrible things in it. Tonight I put... <clears throat> what did I put? Um, oh, we've never sacrificed a unicorn, which is totally true. We never have. But considering how many fandom cherries I've popped, I can't actually say I've never sacrificed a virgin. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you about this stupid-ass email I got. Um, <clears throat> It was about, I don't know, maybe 25 minutes after the podcast last night where Jilly was my guest because I was answering a question that she had and we were talking about emergence and it was a really good conversation, I thought. And I thought we covered um, the craft topic very well and um, had uh, worked out an issue that she had. And it was just, you know, I thought it was a really good show, right? And so I get this message, this email, and, and the subject line was your lack your podcast tonight, and I thought, oh, well, great, you know, maybe I'll get some feedback, and we'll, you know, something I can talk about, (sighs) well, it wasn't feedback, but I'm definitely going to talk about it, um, (coughs) so here, here it went, um, the email was about, I don't know, maybe 800 words long, I mean, it was pretty significant, and both, mostly it was complaining about um, how I have this inner circle that I favor and um, how I spend time and attention and and I give attention to writers who don't need it. Well, considering the writer last night was Jilly, on the on the radio show with me, it's obvious this person um, had a problem or has a problem with Jilly. And I don't know, um, oh, actually, I do know what to say about it. And I hope you're listening. Person, since you used that fake email and I couldn't send you my response, go fuck yourself. In the orifice that it will please you the least, go Fuck yourself. I couldn't be more serious. When I... The point of a writing group is a mixture of skill levels. If everyone in the writing group is at the same place, you never learn anything. There are no skills to exchange. There are no... 
ideas to work around to move through because you're all in the same place and there's no one in the group who can bring a fresh perspective or can who can bring experience because you're all in the same place. It doesn't make any fucking sense to do that. And one of the reasons why I don't and never will restrict Rough Trade to, to new writers in fandom or just in general is because that's fucking stupid. Pardon my language. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not really at all. Okay. It's just... <clears throat> yes, Julie's a very accomplished writer. Um, Lady Holder's a very accomplished writer, and she participates in Rough Trade. There are plenty of writers on Rough Trade that are um, not only prolific, they are uh, experienced, they're moving through their craft in maybe a way that a new writer is deeply uncomfortable with, and it can be intimidating. But the whole point of Rough Trade is not only to provide writers with a, a, an environment that is safe for them to explore new ideas and to develop skills and to try different things in their craft, but also to be challenged. And there is frankly nothing more challenging in the world than and someone who has experience working with you in the same environment. And if I may be frank, and I'm going to because this is my podcast and Rough Trade's my shit. Um, in the past, I haven't always been challenged on Rough Trade. I don't, and in fact, the first three or four times that I did Rough Trade, it wasn't a challenge to me at all. I write between four to 8,000 words a day, every day. Rough Trade from a technical craft point of view, isn't ever going to be a challenge for me. The challenge comes from themes, exploring topics I'm uncomfortable with, um, interacting with writers who have different skills than I do, um, who who do things better than I do. So <clears throat> to limit Rough Trade to a simple um, group to a simple dynamic of people is a stupid idea. It is is really stupid. So for that person who emailed me last night who was complaining about the attention I give my inner circle, and I wanted to actually, like, deny it even existed. Um, <clears throat> I said, I don't have an inner... Oh, Maybe I do have an inner circle, but let me tell you about what actually happens in my inner circle beyond me and Jilly spending eight hours watching cake decorating videos on YouTube. And yes, that does happen. It really does. It bores the shit out of everybody else. But but we have a buttercream addiction, and we explore that. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's what happens. These women and the man who are in my inner circle, they work their ass off for you. Okay? They moderate Rough Trade, both on the site and the Facebook group. They moderate Minion Headquarters on the Facebook group. They make screenshots of your ridiculous posts that break my rules, and then they send you email little notes about it. Please don't break our rules. And when I'm not here, that's what they're doing. They're working their ass off. Now, so that's all it is. 
they're working sometimes they chat sometimes we share youtube videos but they're working their asses off for you and i really fucking resent the crap that's come up over this there were a million words of just comments during the last rough trade event a million words of comment that if I hadn't had Lady Holder and Senna and Original Tempest to help me with, I would have been moderating that shit by myself. A million words of just comments. That's not including the content of the participants and making sure everybody's files are right and making sure everybody's images are going up and the YouTube tutorials that Jilly built for us and the resources we have in the library. And so, you know what? Rough Trade is a team effort these days and it is a lot of work. And if I want to continue it, then the people who this person called my inner circle, are a part of that process, and they help me a lot. So um, back the fuck off, person. Just seriously back the fuck off. Because I don't see your ass volunteering to take screenshots at 2 o'clock in the morning because some asshole in Minion Headquarters posted a picture of a clown, which is against my rules. It totally is against my rules. Don't post clowns. <laughs> I have a problem. That prob- that that phobia is mine. There might be other people in Minion Headquarters who don't like clowns, but clowns freak me the fuck out. When I see one, I have nightmares. So the last person who posted a clown in Minion Headquarters, I want you to know that I had nightmares for a fucking week over that stupid Pennywise picture you posted. And fuck you. Sort of. I know you didn't mean to make it happen, but you did. Because you, you, you didn't pay attention to my rules. I am so serious about that clown rule. <sighs> I couldn't be more serious. I am more serious about the clown rule than I am the no bashing Fifty Shades of Grey rule. <laughs> because seriously, Stephen King ruined me. I watched it when I was... um. A little kid when it when this when the miniseries came on TV, I watched it and it fucked me up. And then, because not only was Pennywise a clown, Pennywise was also a giant spider. Okay, Stephen, just just pile it all on. Could it be any worse? And for months, my evil little bitch of a sister. Every time we walk, we walked to the bus stop, right? And there was this storm drain right there. Okay, and every time we fucking pass that storm drain, that little bitch, oh, she would, she would go, hey, we all float down here. And her little six-year-old girl voice, oh, it was terrible. Oh, she was such a little, and I couldn't even hit her because she was six. I don't think you really understand. After we got finished watching it, oh, neither one of us slept for two days. All little, all any doll in our collection that might have had a painted face ended up in a box to be donated. 
I don't. It, it didn't matter if it was brand new. If it had a painted face, and it like it might be a clown. It was exiled from our home. <laughs> it was almost as bad as Poltergeist. Because when Poltergeist happened, that was terrible. But then Chucky happened, and Mom said after Chucky, when we watched, Ch- was it Child's Play? Is, is is that what it was called? Um, the the Chucky doll come to life. Mom said when she woke up the next day, all of our dolls were out in the hall. That we had, both of us had just thrown every doll that we owned out of our bedrooms and shut the door. And my sister had put her little desk chair under the doorknob (laughs) as a secondary defense. (laughs) And I slept with a baseball bat for a week. (laughs) So we don't, you know... She outgrew that whole storm drain thing eventually, but I don't handle puppets, clowns, puppets. I'm okay with, like, Jim Henson puppets and, like, the things on Farscape, but I have a real problem with ventriloquist dummies. I have a real problem with them. And I don't like dolls that have the blinky eyes. I don't like that either. So that clown thing's for me. And there is another person in Minion Headquarters who has a clown phobia. And hers is just as serious as mine. So we have that rule for my comfort and hers. And you jackasses. (laughs) It's not funny. And there was that one thing floating around Facebook that said, share this picture of this clown because somebody on your friends list is afraid of clowns. Fuck you. I can't believe you shared it. What is wrong with you? That's not funny. It's not funny to pick at somebody's phobia. It really is not. (sighs) Oh, anyway, I got totally off topic. Anyways, not only do these people do the Jilly and Azure and Lady Holder and Original Tempest and Senna, they all work on various aspects. Azure does the chat room and she does Minion Headquarters. The others do um, Minion Headquarters and Rough Trade. And they all do it for free. Okay? We're all doing this for free. And Whatever you might think about me taking donations, I don't turn a profit here, okay? I I really do not. And um, so just uh, try not to be so fucking self-centered, I I, I guess is what I would say on on that particular subject. Um, Because they are working their asses off, and um, they really don't, um, they don't deserve it. At all. They don't deserve your stupid behavior. They don't deserve to be ignored when they send you a message. So when someone sends you a message because of something that you've done in Minion Headquarters, um, they're acting on my behalf. So when you ignore them, you're ignoring me. And I got a real fucking problem with that. So so don't do it because I'll kick you out of my group. It's not, um, you're not like, I'm not required to let you be in my group. Any of them. So please keep that in mind. I will throw you out. (laughs) As some people have already figured out. In other news, my book is um, a bestseller on all romance uh, books, e-books. It's in the top 50. 
when I last looked, it was like 20-something. I haven't looked again because I don't want to know. Um, it was like number 14 in gay romance on Amazon and number one in gay romance in Germany. How fun is that? Someone posted a picture for me. Um and it's in like 13 or 14 in the UK. This is a whole lot of fun. I'm really enjoying that part. And the reviews are great. And everybody's being really awesome. So I super appreciate your support um, across the board. Um, review me on Amazon. Review me on Goodreads because that's really cool. Um, <laughs> Anna says it's number 13 on Amazon right now in, that, in Gay Romance. Um, and so that's just super cool. And um, I, I really appreciate it. It's in the... It's a, I think it's in the top 100 on Kobo. I haven't really, I haven't looked since my publisher sent me an email about it because she sent me an email letting me know that I was a bestseller on um, All Romance Reviews. And that was really cool because they sent her an email. So that's kind of fun. Um, I, uh, it's been a day because I got pirated. I knew that was going to happen. I was prepared for that, and I didn't prepare you guys for that. So while I was at the movies with my husband today, we went and seen The Martian, which was fucking awesome. I cried, but but it was a really good, like, emotional, choked up. I I fell on some feelings cry, but I eventually brushed that, um, brushed that shit off, so I'm okay. Um, but while I was doing that, you guys were freaking out about these torrents. Here's the thing about torrents. They happen. I have never had a book published that wasn't pirated. Not a single one. Um, even books that weren't originally available in ebook, they were published so long ago that they were just, just in print, <laughs> have since then been pirated in ebook. I once found a photocopied PDF of one of my books at a pirate site. So just don't post the torrent links. Um, and tag me with them or post them on Minion HQ. Don't encourage this piracy. Okay, apparently my book is number one in Romance, Erotica, Gay, and Romance, Erotica, Paranormal. It's number three on Kobo stuff. Um, but don't post the torrent links. Um, it's just going to encourage piracy. Uh, I sent a note to my publisher. They'll send a note to the site. But these sites run out of country, and they really, there's no there's no stopping this kind of piracy. The only thing, my only real defense against this kind of piracy is um, the people who are too honorable to pirate, who will go by instead of downloading um a torrent or a, a file somewhere. But also keep in mind, do be careful when you're downloading torrents and shit like this because a lot of times they have um, uh, hidden files piggybacking on them and they're picking up your information. This is how identity theft happens on the internet. Um, that You get viruses this way. My mom, my mom let my nephew, the the Padawan, um, download a movie. And she didn't realize he wasn't downloading it from a legitimate site. Because my mom's internet knowledge is not as vast as it should be. And I am working on it. I'm trying to expand her horizons. And um, he downloaded a torrent of um, Pitch Perfect 2. You've got a real thing for Anna Kendrick. She's cute and all that, but she wasn't worth the 15 viruses my mother got. 15 viruses. It took me six hours to clean my mother's laptop from this torrent that, that he downloaded. So um, 
just be careful if you're going to do stupid and honor, you know, dis- dishonorable shit like that. Um, have really good virus protection because you're going to fucking need it. <laughs> it's just really terrible, and that is like a punishment. That's like a it's all it's it's almost fitting. And my mom, when she realized that he had pirated, she did go over to Amazon and buy the movie because she felt bad. Um, and I gave him a big old lecture about uh, pirating. Oh, that's actually really good news. Pentatonic's new album is out, so if you haven't taken your butt over to Amazon to buy it or wherever you do buy it, iTunes, you go check it out. Um, it's actually really, really good. I've been listening to the songs on YouTube, so I'm super excited. Um, I really enjoyed their uh, Can't Sleep Love. It's fantastic. It's a great song. Um I'm just rambling about shit, just rambling. But do be careful when you're on sites like this because you can get your information stolen. This is how, um, and this is also how they get access to your computer to turn your webcam on. If, you, if, if you're running a webcam, they can um, <laughs> take pictures of you doing what you do next to your computer, whatever that may be. And you don't want that out there in the public, whatever it may be. I mean, I'm currently sitting here in a t-shirt and a pair of panties. I don't want the whole internet to see that. Of course, I don't have a webcam attached to my home computer because no. Um, but yeah, I won't feel too bad for you if you get your identity stolen. If you're, um, if it's because you downloaded torrents. Um, so just be honest. Be honest. Be good. Be humble. I'm pretty bad at humble. Sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> that was really fucking insincere. That was almost as insincere as my my plan to deny I have an inner circle. But for real, um the people the only I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you straight up, I think that a lot of it is because um you guys assume that these people have access to my work that they that they don't have. Um Lady Holder and Chris King are my betas, and they are the only ones who get extensive access to my unpublished work. Period. That's really it. So these guys aren't seeing anything you're not seeing. They really aren't. Sometimes they might get like a little, like a little sentence. But if I'm really amused by something that I wrote, I might put it in the chat. But that's it. It's it's not anything. Don't be crazy. Don't be weird. Stop sending me emails full of creepy, weird, jealous stuff. It's so creepy. Oh, it's so creepy. I'm serious. It is. You know what? I would rather get 15 men telling me. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say that. (laughs) I'm just, it's, it's creepy, okay? It's just, it's creepy. No, actually, and that's true enough. Being, um, um, Azure says in um, the chat room, um, that being a beta for someone as prolific as Kira isn't all fun and games. Um, that it is hard work, and that's true enough because um, I'm getting ready to drop 25k on my betas. Um, and that's going to be the final part in season one of Harry Potter and Soulmate Bond. I also have coming up. Um, probably, you know, 
for everything I put out, it, it goes through a beta, and that is not, um, I'm, it, it's really not all fun and games, because I'm not the easiest person to beta for, and I'll be the first one to, um, a- admit that, and I'm also, um, I'm, I'm plotting, um, the next book, um, in my Law of the Pack series, and I've got that going on, I, I hope to finish that by March of next year, um, so, I'm going to be starting the new season of Sentinels of Atlantis after Nano. So, you know, it's 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 not like yes, they do get to see things sooner than you, but it's not Honestly, I'm not sure it's worth it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one to judge it. I don't judge it, but I don't, you know, I have baited and um <laughs> I don't particularly like beta. I really don't. I mean, I do it, but I don't like it. <laughs> Some people do. I don't even know what that is, you weirdos. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. I promise we've never sacrificed. We have a lot of buttercream. A lot of buttercream. Anyways. I don't know what else I want to talk about. Oh, I got this really awesome email. I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing to you because that would be kind of an invasion. Um, I'm going to read you a little bit because it was really, um, it was really fun. Um, See, she says, I can't really remember a time in my fandom life before I found your work. I know there were a couple of years there before I happily, luckily, amazingly stumbled on your live journal back in 2004 or 2005. But those sad pre-Kira days have long been shoved into a dusty cobweb corners of my mind. You have ruined me for other authors who don't put the same level of thought, devotion, and craft dedication into their stories. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm not even being sarcastic. I, I I totally mean that, but I can't help myself. Whenever I say thank you, I have to do that the, the whole thing. It's like this weird thing. I I I can't help myself. My mom does it too. Thank you, thank you so much. It's seven years of um, the closer did that to me. Uh, great show. Totally recommend it. Um, you know the thing is, is she said earlier on in the email. Um, have you ever heard the thought nugget that it takes ten positive comments to counteract a single negative comment? I had not, but it actually makes a lot of sense because I can get a fuckload. Which is, did we decide what was bigger, a fuckload or an assload? Anyways, I can get a fuckload of positive comments, and but one. It's so fucking infuriating. I said, oh, God, I didn't want to hear from you. Assload is bigger. Yeah. Assload is bigger than a fuckload. I don't know I don't know how that was decided, for those of you on the podcast. I have no idea how that was decided. I might have known at the time. Oh, it's because buttload's a real measurement. <laughs> that's, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Great, you made me snort on the fucking podcast. Come on now. I'm trying to be a lady over here. Not really. I can't even. I couldn't even finish that fucking sentence. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, because like one, shut up, one negative comment can just like it just ruins your whole fucking day. So apparently a buttload is 62 gallons. Who knew? Apparently Jilly James knew. That's who knew. 63, 63 type of gallons. There, there was a typo. That is really funny. Anyways, <clears throat> um, but one negative comment can just drag you down, and I don't think anybody is immune to that. Um, in in fandom, I try to uh, to put forth uh, this uh, persona that that that, I'm, that it is you aren't you aren't going to get to me. You aren't going to make me feel bad. You aren't going to make me do da 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 da. But the thing is, is that yes, when when you get a negative comment, when you get an, an ugliness in the email, it's like oh, my first response isn't always will be fuck you. If I can, I'll email them and say it. Fuck you. Um, unless they use a fucking fake email, pansy-ass motherfuckers. Anyways. <clears throat> just saying. Just saying. So When you get something negative in your email, you, know, you get a threat, which I've encountered. I've, I've gotten um, threats. I've gotten... Um, uh, complaints and whiny ass shit and um validate me make me feel better emails and i've gotten all kinds of stuff like that and um they just drag you down and 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 if they keep dragging you down dragging you down dragging you down it it makes it really you just don't even want to open your fucking email anymore you're just like fuck it um and then you open your email a week later and you got like 300 fucking emails (laughs) and you don't even want to go through them right because Really? Not really. I don't get 300 emails a week. But I do get, um, I don't know, upwards of 30 or 40 a day. Which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That is absolutely ridiculous. We need to do something about that. And I wish they were all like updates from AO3, but they're not. Because that would be great if they were all updates from AO3. I'm just saying, if they were all updates from AO3, that would be entertaining. And I could go over there and read, and it would be fun. There was a... uh, A terrible quote put in... um, put on Facebook, and I'm not sure where it was put, whether it was in Minion Headquarters or whether it was in Rough Trade, talking about, um, God, what was it? It was disp- It was a really negative comment about writing and how writers are um, just basically just um, wells of despair <laughs> and that um, that writing, that good writing comes from emotional trauma. Uh, yeah, find that quote for me, would you? Um, Julie said it was an RT. Um, I don't actually agree that um, it's emotional trauma. I I think that sometimes, as a writer, um, things that have been traumatic can can impact your work in very 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 powerful ways, and you can create some of the most amazing prose out of really bad experiences but you can also do that with really amazing experiences so i don't 
think and I never have believed that um as as writers or as artists of any kind that you need to suffer for your craft. Um so <laughs> whenever I get a, a negative comment, I think to myself, does this person want me to suffer for my craft? Is is that what their goal is? Is is that what they're trying to do? Because I don't agree. I I didn't agree to suffer for you. I did not agree to suffer for you. So the next time someone um, tries to drag you down, tell them that. Tell them that you didn't agree to suffer for them. I am most certainly not Jesus or Jesus. Um, <clears throat> I I have written some really dark stuff when I was in dark places. Um, but honestly, when I look back on that work, I don't even consider that work good. It's um it's unbalanced and it's not um it's not thoughtful and you know, the the craft is usually not a problem, um, as far as like, you know, um pace and um construction and character development and um all that stuff. But oh that reminds me. Jilly's mom read my book and she said my pace was great. That's like the best compliment because I'm always like my pace in my story and the development of my characters is always like my huge thing. And um so yeah. I had one reader who um thought that it was much shorter than it actually was because um the read was so intense and so fast paced and I'm really pleased um with that because yay, that that's always my goal to kind of take you out of the moment you're in and put you in a different one. Um, and then you're like, you're surprised when it's over because you didn't even know where you were. I really like to do that to readers and whether that's, um, happening because of dark things or happy things or fun things or scary things or exciting things, just, you know, bringing you, t- taking you out of the moment that you're in and putting you in somebody else's moment and telling you a story is like, um, it's awesome. And I I really enjoy doing that, and um, so so that was really cool to hear. But I don't like to suffer for my craft, and I don't expect any other writers to suffer for their craft. So when someone is trying to make you unhappy, you just tell them that you didn't agree to suffer for them. That that was not in the agreement that you made, if you made one at all. If if, if there's no agreement, you can tell them that too. You didn't agree to suffer for them. That's not what life's about, right? You just don't. Don't do it. Um, And don't sacrifice unicorns either. I mean, it would be terrible if we found one and someone went crazy and sacrificed it. I mean, I'm just saying. If you live in New Jersey and you come across a Jersey devil, you are totally allowed to sacrifice it. I'm on board with that. I'm totally on board with sacrificing the Jersey Devil because it's been in the news lately. I didn't actually look at the article, so I don't know what actually happened. Um, it's an urban legend, I think, that doesn't actually exist, or maybe it does, and no one's ever caught one, which I think is unlikely. Kind of like the Bigfoot in New Jersey, but not actually a Bigfoot. Anyways, <laughs> I won't say your name, but if you catch one, you have to sacrifice it for the good of us all. <laughs> It's just not safe for the rest of us. <laughs> You're going to have to gear up. 
go out there and be a Jersey Devil Slayer <laughs> or whatever. Apparently it has wings. <laughs> Get a bow and arrow. Be totally Katniss about it. Watch the Hunger Games for research. <laughs> I'm sorry. I um, I'm a little hyped up because I've had quite a bit of uh, caffeine today because the the movie theater gave me free refills, which was a mistake. It was totally a mistake to give me free refills, but th- but that's what happened. Um, <laughs> and I've had like I must have had two, maybe two and a half liters of Diet Coke. <sighs> I regret nothing. I really enjoyed um, The Martian. Um, I bought the book on Amazon, and I read the book, and um, I listened to the audio, uh, but I really enjoyed reading it more, and I went to see it in the movie theater, and it was just, it was really good. They cut out parts um, that were, I think, pretty important in the book, but when it comes to a movie... You have to make sacrifices, especially when you're looking at a book the size of The Martian. There were going to be cuts. I just wonder why they cut <coughs> what they cut. It was just, I don't know. Anyways, I really enjoyed it. It ends a little bit differently than the book. Um, But I think it's really solid as a story. It tells um, a great story about endurance um, right, yeah, um, Shallon says, but you really didn't notice the cuts unless you read the book first. If, if, if you've already read the book, you're going to see what's been cut out, but if you haven't read the book, it's, it's a seamlessly, um, put together movie, and it's great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought Matt Damon did a fantastic job, and it was just really good. It was, um, there were some emotional points, and um, Sean Bean didn't die. <laughs> I hope that isn't considered a spoiler. <laughs> it was just really interesting to see him at the end of a movie. I was like, yay, Sean! <laughs> but, no, if if you haven't um, listened to the audio or if you haven't um, read the book, you aren't going to notice the parts that are missing. But after you watch it, I highly recommend that you go buy the book. I, I really do. Um, I don't like audio files, and um, as a rule, I don't, I don't like audio books at all. I, I really enjoyed reading the book, and um, it's actually one of the... Um, I don't normally buy pure science fiction, so that was interesting. Um and because so, <laughs> over at Amazon, it's you know offering me all these romance tiles, and now I'm buying The Martian. That's gonna fuck up my um, statistics. There's a home what I'm gonna get recommended <laughs> on my Amazon list next. Because <clears throat> there was that whole t- period of time when I was um, researching BDSM, and it's important to remember that my mom shares an Amazon account with me um, because she didn't want her own. So, anyways, she shares my Amazon account, and so sometimes she'll log into it, and she'll be looking at stuff, and there'll be <laughs> a bunch of stuff recommended. Well, when I was writing the big part of Ties That Bind, I bought some books on BDSM. 
And my mom logs into Amazon and she's looking to buy a bath mat, maybe. I don't know. And down there at the very bottom in the book section is this whole big collection of bondage books. And as those of you who have listened to my, uh, who have read my live journal, already know that my mother and I had an altercation concerning this very topic. Where she had to apologize for my lifestyle choices. And she calls me and she says, Do you really need training manuals? And I was like, What? She said, I'm on Amazon and there are all these BDSM books and what's that to them? And I'm like, Mama. She said, But I said, It was research for a project I'm writing. Let it go. She said, Are you sure? I said, I am positive. Let it go. <clears throat> Two weeks later, I had a gift certificate. Thank you, Original Tempest, on Amazon. And I um, I bought a Lilu vibrator. I highly recommend it. It's very cute. Plugs in, charges. Um, so you can imagine <laughs> the next time my mom logged in to buy one of her foolish historical romance novels. Um, I shouldn't call them foolish. I just don't like them. I just, those, those bodice rippers, I have, a, I have a real problem with those, with that crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I totally did it again, didn't I? My bad. I have a problem with those historical romances where the woman has to be rescued and she marries a man against her will, but she falls in love with him anyway. What? That's not how that works. That's not how any of that works. Anyways, she buys a lot of that stuff. She really enjoys Joanna Lindsay. So she goes in there to buy a book of some kind. And there down at the very bottom is a whole selection of vibrators. Now, let me tell you about my mother and something that she does. It's really super funny. We don't... I'm not... She's not allowed to put stuff on my Facebooks because she's not a friend of Kira, because if she was, she would out me, and you guys would all know who she was. Um, she's not a friend of my other profile. Well, she's a friend on one of my profiles, but she's not allowed to post on my wall because it's my professional profile, and I have to keep that very clean. Um, and so whenever my mom sees something funny or weird, Facebook, she'll take a picture of her computer screen and send it to me on her phone. So, that day she logged in to get her Joanna Joanna Lindsay book, and um, there's a whole selection of dildos down there at the bottom of the recommended section. She whips out her little iPhone, takes a picture of it, sends it to me, and she's, what is this? What are you buying? I was like, oh, God, stop looking at my purchase history. What is wrong with you? I'm going to make you get your own Amazon account if you don't stop. So, that's what I live with. I I don't recommend that you share your Amazon account with your mom. Um, for me, it's a done deal, and and I, I I can't really go back. There's no road back from where I am. Um, there's just no road back. Uh, I buy a lot of gay fiction on Amazon, and it'll show up on her tablet, and she'll be like, "What is this?" And, she, and sometimes she reads it and pretends she doesn't, but I can tell she's read it. It shows up. It tells me the read history. 
so there you go. That's my thing. Um, and that's my mom. Anyways, I, uh, I really don't, I'm all blah. I'm gonna let you guys go, and, um, yesterday was the last day for sign-ups for Rough Trade. We're doing our profiles now. Um, you have roughly nine days left to do your project profile, so if you have a problem, if you're having a problem doing it, please tell us now, instead of on the 25th. I would really like everybody to get their shit done early. So if you're having an issue with creating your project file, um, ask for help. All I'm going to say. Um, you're welcome, Azure. Azure said that I've um, inspired her to write a virgin sacrifice story. Um, don't sacrifice any unicorns. It would totally ruin my statement. Come on now. So terrible. You're also terrible. Anyways, you guys have a good evening and a good weekend. I will probably see you on Sunday for another podcast where I will ramble and complain and, and bitch and moan and discuss my first world problems and my mother. Have a good evening. <laughs>